A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. Glad that you're with me on the program today where we are going to be talking a little about constitutional carry, specifically constitutional carry in the state of Florida, where uh, Governor Ron DeSantis has been asked this question several times over the past few months. Do you support constitutional carry? Every time he said, yeah, you know, listen to me, if it gets to my desk, I'll sign it. And yet it has not gotten to his desk. In fact, in the uh, regular session of the legislature, constitutional carry didn't even get a hearing. There was a House bill that was filed by uh, State Representative Anthony Sabatini. Couldn't even attract a Senate co-sponsor. We've talked about this before, by the way. And and I know that uh, there are some Republican lawmakers who have uh, have issues with uh, Representative Sabatini, uh, who does not appear to have ever heard about, uh, you know, you attract more flies with honey than vinegar. Uh, He's called out uh, his fellow Republicans for being rhino sellouts for not supporting uh, his constitutional carry bill. Um, but again, I, I, I think that this does go beyond, at least a little beyond, just a personality conflict with uh, Sabatini because, well, let, let's get into it. So DeSantis was asked, um, uh, just I guess on uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, uh, this is from uh, WLRN, which I believe is the uh, public radio station in uh, Miami, South Florida. Uh, And they say that uh, DeSantis reaffirmed on Tuesday during an appearance in Fort Myers Beach that he expects to eventually sign into law a proposal known as constitutional carry, but he wouldn't put a timeline on when that could occur. He said, uh, quote, in terms of when, you know, I don't know. The legislature has got to pass it. I mean, I've said for years I would sign it. I don't know if they have the votes now, but I know that this is something that a lot of people are going to be looking at as we go forward into this next election, meaning the 2020. 22 election, the gubernatorial election that is taking place right now. Uh, Ron DeSantis is going to be the Republican nominee. The Democratic nominee is going to be either Charlie Crist, the former Republican governor turned former Democratic congressman, uh, and Nikki Freed, the uh, Democrat who is Florida's agriculture commissioner, uh, who has been accused of slow walking concealed carry licenses during the uh, initial stage of the COVID shutdown. She has uh, called for a uh, repeal or, or at least uh, called for uh, making it easier for uh, localities in Florida to pass their own local gun control laws, which, of course, would uh, mean removing the statewide firearms preemption law. Uh, Nikki Freed, you know, is trying to I, don't, I, I think she's trying to court gun owners with this uh, new lawsuit against the Biden administration, uh, challenging the rules on marijuana use by uh, uh, gun owners who have medical marijuana cards. Uh, again, I, I don't think that that's going to. So I'm fully supportive of the lawsuit, but I, I don't think that that's actually going to sway a lot of gun owners, um, particularly, again, when constitutional carry is sort of looming out there as a possibility, which raises the possibility that Governor Ron DeSantis, I don't want to say is slow walking constitutional carry himself, but uh, that, that he's playing a little politics here, as politicians do. And the reason why I say this is because when Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, the uh, the bill that uh, was signed uh, into law earlier this year, they got Disney all uh, uh, ticked off. Uh, the critics call it the don't say gay bill, even though it's not about that. 
It's about teaching sexually explicit sex ed materials to kindergartners through third graders, right? A position, by the way, that a lot of Americans, uh, 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 according to a new poll, uh, agree with. They don't believe that this type of stuff should be taught in school, uh, particularly not to those of a tender age, right? But when Disney decided that it was going to go woke and it was going to uh, push back against this bill, what did Ron DeSantis do? Ron DeSantis said, all right, um, we're going to bring the legislature back. We're going to have a special session. We want to do redistricting. Uh, but we're going to talk about all the uh, the corporate giveaways that, that we've given Disney over the decades, including the uh, Reedy Creek Improvement District, where Disney's been basically allowed to set up its own government uh, in the Orlando area. And I mean, within hours after Ron DeSantis saying, hey, I want the legislature to take a look at this and to do something about it, the legislature had started to act uh, and very swiftly, by the way, approved in the House and the Senate uh, legislation stripping Disney of that special status. So uh, to me, that wouldn't have happened had Governor DeSantis not called for it. Governor DeSantis issued the call. The legislature responded. So when Governor DeSantis says, well, I don't know if the votes are there for constitutional carry or not. I, 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 I kind of question that a little bit because I think the votes are there. Particularly if Governor DeSantis decides to apply some political pressure. But I don't think that that pressure is being applied right now. And I'm not even sure this is really about the 2022 election as much as it might be about 2024 and a potential presidential run. Uh, Ron DeSantis, look, I mean, and I, I'm looking at this just purely from a political lens here, all right? Uh, not in terms of what a politician should do, but just in terms of how politics operates. And right now, Ron DeSantis running for re-election, I don't think from a political perspective, he necessarily needs the legislature to pass constitutional carry this year. Um, again, he is got widespread support uh, among the Florida electorate. Uh, he is already waging a high-profile fight with a woke corporation. From a political standpoint, does DeSantis need to pass constitutional carry this year? No. It probably is enough from a political standpoint for him to say, listen, I want to get this done. I don't know when it's going to be, but when the bill gets to my desk, rest assured, I will sign it. Keep in mind, again, from a political perspective, we've already had five states this year adopt constitutional carry. So Florida being the sixth, it would be big news. Don't get me wrong. But it might get a little lost in all of the other, uh, you know, uh, uh, pro-Second Amendment and political news. That is going to uh, happen between now and November 2023, on the other hand. You know, most of the states that are going to be easy lifts for constitutional carry have already adopted constitutional carry. Uh, Governor Pete Ricketts of Nebraska had a piece yesterday where he talked about how, listen, it's only a matter of time because Nebraska was one of those places where it stalled. You've got a Republican controlled unicameral legislature. You've got a Republican governor. But there's there was still an issue in Nebraska. So Nebraska, they're going to come back next year. They're going to try to overcome the objections of the Omaha Police Department and uh, uh, anti-gun Democrats in the uh, state Senate. 
which is what uh, scuttled constitutional carry bill issue. They basically wanted a carve out for Omaha that would have kept the gun registration requirement in place. So you still have to obtain a government permission slip in order to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. That was not acceptable uh, to a majority of the legislature, but uh, which is one of the reasons why uh, constitutional carry, a, a, a weakened form of constitutional carry, could not get to Governor Ricketts' desk. So they'll try again next year, and hopefully they will manage to pass a strong constitutional carry bill that doesn't include any carve-outs. But other than Nebraska, the list of states with a Republican governor and a Republican-controlled legislature that has not passed constitutional carry, pretty small. Um, You know, Virginia, where I live, we've got two of the three components in place. We have a Republican governor now. We have a Republican-controlled House of Delegates, but there's still a one-vote Democratic majority in the state Senate. And our state Senate elections don't happen until next year. So it's probably going to be 2024, knock on wood, that the Republicans take back control of the state Senate. It's probably going to be 2024 before constitutional carry has a shot uh, in Virginia. Pennsylvania, the Republican-controlled legislature passed constitutional carry. It was vetoed by Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf. Uh, if Republicans are able to capture the governorship in the state of Pennsylvania this fall and keep control of the state legislature, then again, you would have the pieces in place in Pennsylvania uh, to become a constitutional carry state. And that would be big news. But again, most of the easy lifts ha- have already been lifted. We have 25 constitutional carry states around the country. So Ron DeSantis would have, I think, a lot, uh, there'd be a lot more attention focused on constitutional carry passing in Florida in 2023, as opposed to this year, when Florida would be one of a half dozen states to do so. So again, if Ron DeSantis, take a look at this from a political perspective, is eyeing a presidential run in 2024, then really pushing for constitutional carry next year? Make some political sense. You're already getting attention right now for your fight with Disney. You can have that fight with the uh, gun control lobby a little bit later on down the road. Um, now, look, I, I could be wrong. This is this is just my analysis. Uh, Ron DeSantis could come out next week and say, hey, you know what? We are going to have a special session. Uh, I wanted to deal specifically with constitutional carry. I want to get this done before November. It could happen. But. If there are political considerations being made here as to the timing of the fight for constitutional carry in Florida, again, from a political perspective, I see why it makes sense to push back until next year. Now, I'm not a politician, <laughs> and I understand how politics works, but I don't necessarily like how politics works. So my personal opinion is that this should be done now. Uh, and that Governor Sanders, uh, Governor DeSantis, should uh, uh, you know be as as uh, forthright uh, and as uh, uh, strong in his support for constitutional carry as he was uh, when he told legislators he wanted to get rid of Disney's special status because they certainly responded quickly then. Uh, and I imagine that lawmakers in Florida would do the same if DeSantis actually applied that pressure. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, again, I, I would expect that uh, when he says, I'm going to sign constitutional carry before I'm done as governor, that that gives him some wiggle room, right? Gives him, at I would say, at least 
until, uh, oh, let's say March of 2025, if he does run for president. And of course, uh, if he doesn't run for president, that gives him until 2028, if he wins re-election, uh, to get constitutional carry across the finish line. I, I believe him when he says it's going to happen. Um, but the idea that, well, I, you know, it's just kind of up to the legislature. Um, that, that one, I, yes, it is. It is up to the legislature ultimately, but, uh, you know, applying some pressure, I think, uh, could have some results. And I just think it, uh, from a political perspective, it might, uh, behoove, or at least as uh, a campaign strategist, uh, believe it might behoove him to wait just a little bit later. Mr. Crow, the rooster uh, outside my window, he agrees as well. Uh, but by the way, with all of the politics being played, don't forget that this is an election year in Florida. We talked about, you know, Charlie Chris and Nikki Freed uh, are running in the Democratic primary. And by DeSantis bringing up this issue, even without constitutional carry passing, if this becomes, I'm really sorry for my rooster, um, if this becomes a political issue, and I expect it will be, um, that also, I think, benefits DeSantis in his current campaign. For instance, WLRN, the uh, public radio station in Miami, South Florida, uh, quoted Nikki Freed, who, by the way, is running about 11 points behind Charlie Crist. Okay, we get it, rooster. Nikki Freed's trying to make up some ground to uh, Charlie Crist. Uh, she called DeSantis's statement about constitutional carry, quote, uh, absurd political pandering from the governor of a state that has experienced some of the worst mass shootings in our country's history. Shootings that were not committed by concealed carry holders, I might add, right? Shootings that were not committed by individuals who uh, were upstanding citizens. Uh, and when it comes to political pandering, Nikki Freed's lawsuit about medical marijuana and gun rights filed, by the way, on 420. <laughs> well, let's just say it takes one to no one, right? Uh, and I think that's far more pandering than what we're seeing from DeSantis, because I actually expect DeSantis to follow through on this. Uh, you know, when it comes to Nikki Freed's lawsuit, that could die on the vine very easily. Uh, Nikki Freed is running for governor. If she doesn't get the Democratic nomination, she's not running for agriculture commissioner. There really isn't a top tier Democrat running for ag commissioner. So that's likely to revert back to the Republicans. Uh, and whether or not the next Republican ag commissioner is going to continue that lawsuit is very much an open ended question. Uh, on the one hand, you know, yes, there are medical marijuana users in Florida who currently are told under federal law you can't own a gun. Uh, that should be a problem, not just for Democrats, but Republicans as well. But, you know, you get into uh, anti-cannabis, anti-marijuana attitudes among Republicans. And uh, who knows? Maybe the next act commissioner decides that that's not a lawsuit he wants to pursue. Um, constitutional carry, on the other hand, DeSantis is committed to this. And so I think at some point, either before the election or again, I think more likely next year, I, I think he's actually going to have to deliver on that. I'm not sure if Mr. Crow agrees or disagrees with that point, to be honest with you. I'm not. You would think after 10 years, I'd be fluent in rooster. But uh, either way, again, when it comes to pandering, yeah, Nikki Freed is the master. Uh, and I think uh, Ron DeSantis, while there might be some political calculations involved, in fact, while I'm sure there are some political calculations involved, at the end of the day, 
I think uh, I, I believe him when he says before he's done as governor, Florida will be a constitutional carry state. I just like to hurry that process up as much as we can. All right, listen, we're going to skip today's uh, Armed Citizen story, our recidivist report, our good deed of the day. Uh, I just feel weird not having the headlines to show you. So again, this weekend, I'm going to be doing a little bit of research on uh, this new software program that I'm using. And uh, who knows, maybe on Monday, I'll even be able to use my old software program. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that is the case. But I would encourage you to uh, visit BarionArms.com. Throughout the weekend, we're going to be updating the site with more of the latest segment news and information that you need to know about. On a daily basis, of course, a full lineup of stories on Friday, but Saturday and Sunday as well, we'll have new material for you. If you like what you see, you can always become a VIP subscriber. Just go to barrenarms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNRIGHTS, and you can get a significant savings on your VIP membership. And because we really do appreciate your support for the independent pro segment of journalism that we do at Barrion Arms, we're going to give you exclusive content, analysis, news stories, things you won't find anywhere else because your support does matter. And it does make a difference. So thank you. Until we talk again, have a great weekend. Be well. Be safe. And most importantly, be free.